Hello everybody, welcome to the Incremental Gains podcast. So introducing a new segment that I'm going to start doing on a weekly basis now. Just a weekly debrief, just to elaborate on some of the emails that I've sent, some of the thoughts that have been going around from some of the social media posts that I've done. So first of all, I'm just, just to summarise the week really, that one of the main emails that I sent this week was about the stories that we tell ourselves. I told myself a story and it became a belief very early on when I joined the MOD police. Initially, I wanted to go for promotion. I ended up hanging around with people who, in a group that wasn't interested in climbing up the ladder, they weren't interested in doing anything outside the roles. They wasn't up for going above and beyond. And I settled into that, that peer group, if you like. And from that, I never wanted to kind of step out of that group. So I, I had this belief and this story that I was telling myself that I didn't want to go for promotion because I wasn't really a, a leader. I didn't really feel comfortable in telling people what to do. And that belief came from the fact that other leaders around me are who I perceived to be leaders. That's what they were doing. That's what they were doing. They were telling people what to do. Now, as I've started to change that narrative and tell myself a different story, I understand now that a leader doesn't... That's one way of leading, not necessarily a constructive way of leading. But the belief I have now is that leaders lead by example. They don't always need to be telling people what to do. They lead by example, which is kind of the thing that I've started to or I've tried to um, to do. Leading the club, leading by example, competing, that kind of thing. Never expecting people to do something that I've not either done myself or I'm not currently doing. An interesting theory around these stories that we, we build up over time was I read a book by Will Stork called The Science of Storytelling. And he, he, he talks about... From the ages of two to around 18, approximately, events that happen, influences, they, they create your worldview. So it's from all these experiences that happen at a very young age, they create the view of the world that you have as an adult. And it's malleable. So new experiences add to your story. Now, as we get older than 18, our kind of identity at that point becomes quite fixed. So it's not all, not as malleable as when we were younger. And what's interesting is from this age, events that happen, you change the event to fit your model of the world. So it no longer adds to your outlook on life. It shapes the way you look at events. It's quite fixed at this point. So events... Don't change the way you look at the world. Events. You change events to fit your model of the world. That's why it's very hard as adults to change our beliefs and change the story that we tell each other or that we tell ourselves, sorry. So the way I started to change that story that I told myself was, again, and it sounds almost too simple, but the way that you come up with these stories in the first place is by the influences around you, the things that you read, people you hang around with, things that you watch, the content you consume on social media. 
So I just started to consume different content. I distanced myself from people who who were rather negative in my life, who were bad influences. And I started to tell myself a different story. And like I said in the email, that if I hadn't have done that, then I wouldn't have um, started the club up. So carrying on with the, the weekly debrief, things that went well this week. The Roger Gracie seminar over at Salford, it was really good to see some of my old training partners get the get promoted to black belt. It also reminded me the importance of the fundamental techniques. We always want the flashy stuff. We always want the new weapon, the new technique. When the fundamental technique done right with correct attention to the detail are such are so powerful. So that's why this week we concentrated on certain positions, looking at the little details, even down to the, where you place your hips, because that makes all the difference in the position. Another thing that's gone well this week is it was our last, well, it was the last wrestling session of the trial that we had with Ross Connolly. And we've we've both decided to to continue with those wrestling sessions. Everyone has really loved them. We've got a lot out of it. It was really good to see the the difference in styles, but the similarities in the techniques between Owen Livesey and Ross Connolly. Obviously a massive size differential between the two of them. But the techniques are not too dissimilar, what we've been looking at. Which, um, which I'm pleased about. So yeah, looking forward to carrying on those wrestling sessions. Now, opportunities for learning this week. Two really, two quick ones. The first one is, I've injured me back from the wrestling last week to Saturday's session. Going in the gym, not following program and just deciding to do my own thing for a little bit I've gone and done something to my back so last night's wrestling session was really quite tough so the opportunities for learning is I stopped working with a PT Mark Rhodes um, around August time and he'd give me a 12 month program previously where think touch wood well not touch wood because it's in the past now but I didn't have any massive injuries and it was catered for grappling so, whatever the reason is, I've stopped working with him and I've just decided to do my own thing and not continue that program. And that's why I've become injured. So, definitely opportunities for learning that. So, with that in mind, points to tech forward is I'm going to refer back to the, um, the program that I did previously over the last 12 months and revisit that. Because at the end of the day... It's something I'm learning more and more, but it's like anything. You don't listen to your own advice. You're good at giving it, but you never listen to your own advice. Workouts and strength and conditioning should complement your chosen endeavor. So it should complement the jiu-jitsu, not hamper it and stop you progressing in your chosen field. So now I'm injured just from lifting weights and trying to do strength and conditioning, trying to get stronger and fitter and having more mobility for jiu-jitsu has led me to getting injured, in which case I can't do jiu-jitsu to the full extent that I would like to do it. So yeah, um, again, Dave, yeah, take me on advice. 
your strength and conditioning should complement your chosen activity, not hamper it or not jeopardise it. Another opportunity for learning this week, and it's something I'm getting better at, but it's still hard that for for the longest time since the first incarnation of the club, I was always the first person you'd probably meet as you stepped into the academy. As you stepped into the club for the first day of training, it'd be me who you'd see. But now with the um, inclusion of beginners' classes on the Monday and the Wednesday with Gareth, Andy and Steve, yet you still speak to me via emails and text before you actually attend a session. But I'm not the first person who you see. And it's taken me a long time to relinquish that control. I like being the first person who you see. I like meeting and greeting you. I'm good at remembering names. And last night... There was a few beginners who came last night for the Wednesday class who I'd had back and forth with via messages, but I'd never met them. So it was it was kind of a bit strange for me to not, not have already met them before they attended last night's class. And that's something I'm getting better at, but I need to work on accepting and giving up that little bit of control that I had. And don't get me wrong, all the lads who do the beginner classes who run the coaches... They're, uh, they're doing an amazing job. It's really good to hear some of the feedback of people who are attending these beginner classes. So with that being said, points, another point to move forward with and take action on is just try and offer more value to the members of the gym. That's why I'm going to start doing this little weekly debrief via a podcast format. Not everyone is into reading the emails but maybe on your commute to work or if you're out walking the dog, you won't mind just listening to my dulcet since Alan's tones for 10, 15 minutes at a time. So the format I've used there for this weekly debrief and maybe it's something you could start to incorporate is the stop five. Summarise the week. Things that went well. Opportunities for learning and points to take forward. And obviously in the written format doesn't need to take any longer than five minutes. We're now at 10 minutes and 36 seconds. <laughs> so I'm going to let you go. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. Maybe it's give you something to start to look to do yourself. Maybe it's sparked a little interest on how to start to change some stories that you're, you're telling yourself. But yeah, take care and I'll see you on the mats.